0: You can't say pissed in a Baptist church. Dear Lord. But she did because she is Anita Renfro. Welcome to Backstage with Randy Phillips. I am Randy Phillips. Lord have mercy. (laughs) You're not ready for this. Anita Renfro, she's hilarious and describes her performance as estrogen flavored musical comedy (laughs) oh you're gonna be so glad you tuned in you need this hey i want to read a review from kjd78 i can feel pastor randy's heart on these podcasts what a beautiful podcast love listening to the conversations only downside you're just two episodes in i look forward to more well i'm going to tell you something kjd more is coming and you're going to be so glad you listened to this podcast today you're going to laugh and you are going to blush <laughs> anita renfro has an impressive comedic resume ranging from performances with women of Faith. To tour with Chick fil A, I'll have a number one Buffalo Sauce sweet tea. Thank you. And she has been a friend of mine for many, many years and actually goes to my church, Life Marble Falls. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about some things. Oh, Lord, help us. Her theology behind laughter and what it looks like for her to find her groove. <laughs> So get comfortable cause you're about to get uncomfortable. Here we go. Uh, we're backstage. This is the incomparable funniest human on the planet Earth, Anita Renfro.
1: That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a high bar.
0: It's a high bar. But if I'm I don't serious. make
1: people laugh on this podcast now, <laughs> epic failure. Thanks for setting me up. No, you to know, fail. we were
0: at a concert, and I I did a interview with uh, Danny Gokey, mm-hmm. and then I got a text. And it was from Anita Renfro, and she said, uh, "Are you here tonight?" And I said, "I told the podcast people like, go get her out of her seat."
1: Well, they weren't getting the seats. Her. I'm in the cheap seats, man. So I'll
0: get you some better seats. No,
1: no, no, no. I'll, I'll get I, you I those preacher seats. I prefer <laughs> the back, so I can judge everybody between me and the stage. And you could heckle. It'll be great.
0: You could heckle. There's
1: way more material sitting for
0: that. <clears throat> You're the funniest. Really, you are so f- hilarious. Uh, Thank you. Timing, content, um, passion—it's—it's it's edgy. Makes me uh, uncomfortable at times.
1: You should. You—you you don't have ovaries, therefore I do not. You should feel <laughs> if you if you didn't but- feel a little bit uncomfortable, <laughs> I'd be worried. But
0: one time we had you in. There was a ton of ladies there. I was. Me and the sound man were the, the lone uh, males in the room.
1: Yes, the testosterone quotient was low.
0: Very low. And you got into some material. I was as red as a tomato.
1: I love I love that you still have the capacity to blush. Because you've what? seen a lot. You I have seen a lot. A lot but... but you can still blush. That means the Holy Ghost is still at work. Hallelujah! Everybody, my well, heart is
0: not callous completely. It no, it is. Is there very, some? There's a tender there's root. There's
1: a tender root. I yeah. love it.
0: Uh, is edgy what you go for in those settings? Are, are, are you are you wanting to kind of push it to the edge?
1: I don't know that it's so much consciously edgy. I think it's more authentic to who I am, and Definitely. I feel like most of my audiences are single gender. So, I feel like you can go a little farther when there's not the idea of, am I embarrassing someone? I forget that there's guys in the sound booth and, you know, that sort of thing. But I feel like, you know, you're there doing a job. Just yep. get with it. Yep. So, um, no, I I think... Um, I can only speak from my own experience as a female, as a mom, as a grandmother now. Mm. Um, and I feel like there are things that are common to the female experience that would make guys a little uncomfortable <laughs> listening to it or talking about it. But also maybe I'm just educating these random guys I in think the room. So. Yeah, a little bit. But I don't think I I'd, I'd go for it consciously. Um, but it is authentic to who I am. Therefore, yep. I feel like. It must be common mm-hmm. to other women also, and yep. I feel like I when if I get agreement on yes, that's happened to me, or yes, that's how I've thought about it, but I didn't know if I could say it out loud. If I get the agreement, that's more important to me than the laughter. The laughter is a byproduct <laughs> of the agreement. So, um, that's well said. I like I like agreement of universality mm-hmm. of experience, like when you're writing songs. Yours may be out of a certain experience, but you try to universalize the experience into generalized feelings. And that's yep. the same way with comedy. things. That, I just tell on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a, a storyteller. I don't, I don't, like, that's, that's like humorist-based. Okay. Mine is more observational. Yeah. So it's, it is it is very common, I think, to most women.
0: I love it. Yeah. Oh. Very nervous, <laughs> very nervous. But it's just so, you're so good at it. Well,
1: I, I'll tell you what, Randy. You, I've never had pastor or otherwise
0: <laughs> pick
1: up my set list piece of paper. I've
0: got your set list from
1: the front of a <clears throat> stage and carry it around I've for got three your set days list. He'd pull it out of his pocket and say, "Now, when you did this, what did you mean? What yep. started this?" And it's, I was like, "You're a real student." I'm Randy. trying
0: to be your set is brilliant. I've seen it many times. Um, But I just want to like, I I want that set list. I've got it in my house.
1: You're crazy. I love I I love that about you. Uh, No. No, but it is an ultimate compliment. I think also I'll harken back to something before about you being a songwriter. There is a common thread of, you know, of creativity.
0: You're a songwriter.
1: uh, Of writing songs, (laughs) crafting comedy lines where you take the experience and then you find ways to talk about it that are funny to everyone. Yes. Um, but it, it it's such a, a joy to be a lifelong learner. And I feel like you're so uh, studied in both songwriting and uh, the scripture and pastoring and preaching that the comedy thing seems like a very <laughs> adjunct way off on the side. <laughs> and yet I see you week after week on the stage, take a bow if you think you've said something yeah, really it, funny. It,
0: it really wasn't, <laughs> <clears throat> but it was funny to me. I,
1: I like that it tickles you. <clears throat> it good. tickles
0: me. And, you remember the one of the lines I was sitting in your audience one time, we had uh, the Phillips Craig and Dean boys had performed. And then you came up with your comedy set, Hilarious. And then you just started taking shots at all of us. Dan, Sean, and then me. You remember what you said about me?
1: Well, was it the first time we were like on that yeah. coli cruise of billion yeah. <clears throat> years when the mm-hmm. Earth's crust was cooling? Yes. Yes. Um and this is this I didn't really know you then. We had just mm-hmm. met that week, but you know there was an affinity immediately because you're an easy laugh <laughs> i was like i love anybody that's a great a great laugh but the second thing from the great state of texas so i felt comfortable yes. saying something and i said you're the only pastor i know who looks somewhere like halfway between surprised and stoned
0: yes <laughs> surprised and stone. And
1: now that I look at
0: you, <laughs> all this time later it's, it's still
1: true. It's like maybe maybe he just came
0: in well, off of
1: bender in Jesus' uh. name. I don't know what's going on.
0: But I know somewhere you between never surprise do. and stone. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Hey, when did you know you were funny? Like well as a kid? As a
1: I always had fu- like a parade of funny thoughts in my head but i grew up independent fundamental baptist Ooh. so let's just say comedy was not Mm-mm. celebrated in my faith culture Ain't no
0: fun in fundamental mm, no, no we sir. took the
1: fun right out of that we're just Completely. dementals. so we um music was celebrated comedy not even like no one was allowed to be funny Unless it was a visiting evangelist, he could bring jokes. Yeah,
0: yeah, he but could.
1: nobody on the day to day. So if you were, because he would, was leaving town, right? He could, he could do it. That. He had uh, immunity. So <laughs> in in our in our household, there was it was unspoken. Nobody ever said this, but if you're laughing, you're probably having fun. Mm-hmm. If you're having fun, you're probably enjoying yourself. If you're enjoying yourself, you could possibly be sinning. So totally. we need to. No. shut that down. No laughing. No laughing. So, we I grew up in a very serious household, but, you know, we we did have fun, but funny was not a high value. And in fact, you know, foolishness is bound in the heart of the child, and mm-hmm. the rod will drive it. The rod. Know. Right. So, I knew for a fact that the Lord could not be pleased <laughs> with the sound of laughter ever. And what a surprise. I know. When I had my first Child, and I remember he's about I don't know, four or five months old when you get that first genuine giggle, (laughs) and it's not gas or what I mean, like it's real, like they're they're amused. That sound Uh in my ear was like the most beautiful crystal. I can't even tell you, it pleased me, Mm -hmm. my heart as his mother so much that he was laughing. Yes. Might have been the first crack in that <laughs> theology that said laughter was not mm. good. And the more I delighted in my children's laughter, the more it became apparent to me the heart of God was not against no this beautiful sound. How did he give us this emotion, uh, the joy, um, and then us not to experience it and yes. not to Poke fun at our humanity, which yes. I feel like all is all great comedy is just poking fun at our human condition, yes, um, to point us to something beyond ourselves. Mm-hmm. so uh it was good to lose that vestigial tale of legalism that said laughter is no good. And then Mark Lowry and I've talked about this several times. That really only people that grew up repressed in their faith can really enjoy the freedom. <laughs> That's <so. laughs> true.
0: That's true. Do you remember, like, when you first walked out on a stage and you had these jokes that you had created right. and it got a laugh? How well, does that feel? This
1: was kind. Of, it was a very slow burn, and it was an accidental discovery on my part. Um, I would do women's conferences. I could sing and play the piano. So like I was a cheap date. They only had to pay me for one thing. And so back in the 80s, if you remember, women's conferences were a tragic testimony followed by a deep theological, (laughs) followed by prayer and wailing at the altar. So it was like, it was so deep and hard and emotional. And I remember sitting there thinking, okay, now I'm supposed to do some worship between these how do i get us to exhale for just one second so we can receive the next thing that's happening so it was very utilitarian all i knew was somebody needed to do something besides (laughs) cry wail and take notes and so i would i would get up and I would be, you know, wasn't that amazing? You know, let's thank the Lord for what we just heard. Mm -hmm. Now, if, you know, anybody has a Snickers and you want (laughs) to pass it to the third person so they're happy, get out of their, you know, sugar deficit, you know. So I would just say something to bring the room up. Mm -hmm. And um, invariably things would happen at women's conferences in small churches that were hilarious. Like if they were on it, I remember one time we were on a septic and... Mm the lady came up to me, she said, when you get up, can you make the announcement <laughs> that everyone can't flush at the same time? They have to take turns.
0: Oh, my God. I bet you would crazy it was with hilarious.
1: that. Okay, so I'm saying I was just either making announcements or trying yeah. to bring the room up. And the women's ministry leaders would say, you know, you're really funny.
0: <laughs>
1: can you come back and do some more funny stuff next year? Wow. And I'd be like, I was just talking. That was, yeah. you know, I didn't know what they wanted from me. But then when I had to create something, Mm -hmm. I had a whole year to think about it. Yeah. And I would be like, okay, well, I'm going to do this funny little song in 11 months. Right.
0: I love your parody song. So
1: that's kind of how it got started. Okay. And then the first time I did a VHS project, let's talk about what year that might have been, 99, I think. I didn't know if I could fill an hour. Mm -hmm. You like It was supposed to be an hour long. Yeah. And I ended up doing two and a half hours. Wow. Mainly because I didn't know what I was doing, but I can definitely <laughs> that that kind of helped me get over the hump of can could I sustain the interest yeah. in something funny that long? And the Lord really, he helped me. That's all I can say. He really. You helped think me.
0: the Lord is funny? You think Jesus was funny?
1: What in the world do you think noses are about? Please. True. Noses are everything yeah. funny.
0: If he did that.
1: He did that. There's <laughs> he just must
0: have laughed.
1: Laughed and laughed.
0: Oh, don't you know he uh, fell out laughing?
1: And I heard, uh, I can't remember who it was, said that if you think, if you read through the New Testament and you read what Jesus said and you read it imagining a smile on his face, yeah. it will change the way you read the I words of Jesus. And I think, you know, he, he was a man of sorrow, but he was also a man that children love to climb up in his lap they don't really do that to no curmudgeonly people Mm -mm. they they Mm -mm. want to get with the joyful people and jesus was winsome for sure
0: do you buy into the fact of the uh of the comedian has this dark side you know and the depression or the dark side
1: i do buy into that Idea for many, many people okay. that are in the comedy field. It depends on why you feel you need to do it. Okay. Um, a lot of people are either have an ax to grind or have this deep, uh, depressed side that they feel when they stand in front of people and they hear the laughter. It alleviates that for them and for them. Okay. There is that. Okay. Um, I have found that in... Many of my friends who mm. who do comedy also. Or you can be like me, <laughs> who's just continually messed up <laughs> in the best possible way and wants to share the joy yeah. of the weirdness. Okay. So I do think there's both. I, I don't think you have to be emotionally unbalanced to be great at comedy. Um, there's a lot of people who would take me to task about that. And maybe I'm not great. Maybe yes, I'm too joyful. Are. No, I'm saying... In the sense of, you have to have Uh, something uh, darker and axe to grind in order to be great. If that's the if that's the measure, I'll be second class all day long. I love my life. I love my husband. I love Mm, my family. John,
0: I love John. Not right,
1: lovable. I'm just saying, it's not out of. I'm not looking for therapy. Okay. When I go on stage, I'm actually trying. I've. I see myself as a. Mater D. Uh, trying to get you to the best seat in the house <laughs> so that you can enjoy this amazing yes. thing. I feel like the Lord always has joy ready for people, and mm-hmm. maybe I'm just the delivery agent for that hour. Of, <laughs> but you know, and in, in that sense, I try to continually keep it fresh, keep it. Yep. I don't tell stories about other people. I can. I only speak for my life. Yeah. Um. And so. Uh, I, that, that's a good, great thing about aging. Things keep happening. <laughs> so the true. indignities pile up, and there's so much to talk about. So much oh to talk bad. about. As long as you're alive, there will always be material. As long as you're alive, you're, you'll always have songs. Yes. Because things have, keep happening.
0: Have you ever felt like I, I may have crossed a the line there? I mean,
1: a couple of times. The Holy Spirit, if you ask Him to help you, He will. And then you can't be mad about it.
0: So, um, what did you do when you felt like, oh, did I cross well, the line? Well,
1: sometimes I, f- I feel it because I never want to sh- do it for shock value. Okay. That is of no value to me to get the shock laugh. I feel like that's what you get in clubs when people drop the mm. F bombs. They're yep. just looking for the nervous yep. laughter. Um, I never. You, you want- haven't
0: dropped the F bomb lately.
1: Now, my pastor's asking me to confess on a live microphone. I don't know. No, I have never done that. I, d- I have said lesser words that in Texas are not considered vulgarities they're considered emphasis. I have said those, uh, one or two uh, of those. Yeah. But I remember one time, I can't remember. Oh, I said, can I spell it on your mm-hmm. podcast? Yeah, well, they can't. They, they can't, can't spell it. On the they can't Mm-mm. see me. Um I was talking to somebody in the audience and they were relating something, you know, we're just doing Mm -hmm. a little live improv. And I said, wow, that must have really P I S S E D (laughs) you off. And we were in a very conservative Mm. part. If I'd said that in Texas, people probably go, that's right. So yeah, right. (laughs) Wherever we were, I could Alabama, where we were, I could feel the air come Mm. out of the room. And I was like, and there was the line right there. My Mm. toe just went, Wait and I said I apologize for those of you who don't think that's appropriate. Y'all have to forgive me. So I was did that the
0: end of the set? Did you Oh like... no,
1: we went on from there. Absolutely. But I mean,
0: was it just like
1: Oh, no, no, no. They came back. They, they came back. they okay. came back. I feel like if you acknowledge it i've never of a little bit of a little bit of a in the of room. little bit of a little you of a i bit of a you bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a right here. But no, I mean, I feel like if you're authentic, people will get over a lot. Um, if you are not being true and honest mm-hmm. the rest of the night, then how do they know? I always had this problem. Um, I came into the Christian Comedy Association 20-something years ago, and these people that I really you know looked up to. But I never understood why people could tell stories that didn't happen to them hmm. as if they happened to them. Yeah. And then tell people Jesus loved them. I'm like, well, Mm. either they're all true or (laughs) it can't some of it be true. So that's my standard. That's nobody else's standard. I don't know. I just feel like if I'm going to tell people Jesus loves them, I need to be honest about the rest of it too. And it needs to be authentic and for me.
0: Well, I sure do love you. I love you too, Pastor. Thank you for... The impact you've had on so many hearts across this I nation pray. and beyond. Your 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 comedy opens up people's hearts to receive uh, something from God. I, I've seen it over and over, and I thank you for it.
1: I appreciate that. And I've always felt like comedy is a great point on the plow.
0: Yes, it is.
1: And it plows up some hard ground because people can't keep their arms folded up and feeling all <laughs> negative if they're open and laughing. I know it. And I do feel like there's a great use for comedy in that way. It is useful in and of itself. I, be- I believe anything that inspires joy, mm. and the joy of the Lord especially, is uh, useful. But I remember, you know, I toured with Women of Faith off and on for 10 years, but that there were speakers who wanted to come behind me because they knew mm. People would be open yes. and ready to receive, and it was the greatest privilege
0: I love that to do that. Well, thank you for being who you are. I sure do love you. I
1: love you too, brother.
0: Anita Renfro. Anita Renfro, thank you. You are a gift to me and to the world. If you want to hear more of Anita or book her at your event or church, just tell her, no cussing. You can find more information at anitarenfro.com. Let me spell it for you. A-N-I-T-A-R-E-N-F-R-O-E.com. The is important. Thanks for tuning in. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Give us a five-star rating. The Lord will be so pleased with you, and so will I. If you have a question you want to hear answered on the podcast, email me podcast at life.family. We'd love to hear from you. I'll see you next time.